Welcome to another edition of the Hatchick and Ramsey Unleashed Podcast Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's the Grinch. Scotland across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. And welcome to another show with the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show, Christmas special, 100th official episode we do have an episode we can stick out there, so it's going to be 100, 101, give or take. But we're here again. We're having a... Yes, we're going to have some interesting stuff to talk about. Obviously, unfortunate news has happened recently, and some news that happened a few weeks ago we're going to kind of tear apart as we do. Try not to be too controversial, but that could be difficult. Um, but anyway, that's the fun part. So welcome, Hugh Hattrick. How's it going? Hello, good, good evening. It's good to see you, Fraser. Yes, welcome, welcome. So how's your it's day a, Had a good day? It's good. Yes, it's been excellent. Okay. It's been lots of fun. Managed to stare at the rain. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, is it Storm Barbara or something that's about to um, hit the UK at any time? Any time tomorrow, well, I think. It was a bit windy earlier on today in Edinburgh. It was certainly a bit blustery. It kind of died off a bit, which is not too bad. So it's kind of been, I think we may have passed the part of it in Edinburgh already, which is not too bad. But Hopefully, it but was, I think there's more to come tomorrow. Yeah, well, tomorrow be, night. It'd be like a gusty wind, nothing major, just like a normal day, really, up in Scotland. Nothing. Oh, That's Barbara. what that guy said. <laughs> what you just said there is the same thing as was it Michael Fish, who yeah. said when the chap phoned in or whatever and said, Oh, don't worry. Um, there's not going to be a storm coming, and it was like the worst storm in British history. Exactly. They kind of <laughs> mowed down everything for miles and miles. But uh, but no, it's been it's been good and ready for Christmas. Got everything all sorted out. Kids are hyper, and that and uh, we're just trying to keep them all calm. And uh, yeah, it's all ready for Christmas. Yeah, it's that, that time of year. It's amazing how scary how time reaches uh, fast fast upon us. I think that's the right way or trying to what I'm trying to say. Uh, certainly, time time. Time ticks away quite quickly these days as you get older. See, I've already had my Christmas presents this year. I, I got Brexit in June and Trump in November. Oh, that's right, good point. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for any more. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. And I wonder, what, I mean, there's nothing really in 2017, nothing to really look forward to. <laughs> or is there? You've got the French elections, oh, the French. and that could be really interesting. Yeah, because yeah. it's either between Le Pen... Um, or the Conservative guy who's quite right-wing as well. So it's all change in France. And then you've probably got the imminent collapse of the euro. 
So it's, uh, yeah, lots of things to look forward to. Um, that's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Nigel Farage could be made uh, the UK envoy for Donald Trump. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That yeah, could, uh, could be something for 2017. Predictions there, you never know. You heard it here first. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we made some money. We made some. We actually made some money this year, which is incredible. Really, a feat for us. Yeah, yeah I made money on my Trump, on my Trump uh, 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 bet. Very true. Um, Fifty-five quid. That's not bad. <laughs> it's better than nothing. <laughs> I should have voted for Brexit, mind you. I should have voted. I can't believe I didn't put my money where my mouth was. I didn't get get something out of Brexit. That could have been interesting. That could have been very uh-huh. interesting. But uh, yes, so. Um, Obviously, we're going to, on a serious note, uh, with the recent tragedy that's happened in Berlin, uh, nothing worse than having a tragedy like this, uh, which has happened um, with a truck going through, a lorry truck, whatever you want to call it, uh, going through a Christmas market and killing several people. Um, obviously, sad news, and there's nothing worse, especially at this time of year, when you're just innocently doing your Christmas shopping, innocently doing... Uh, just having fun, having a relaxing time, chatting with family, and suddenly you a big truck comes and mows you down, um, and a tragedy strikes. Um, now, on this occasion, has Merkel got blood on her hands? What's your thoughts, she? Well, I'm glad you said that because then hope not he to be after you and not me. But it's uh, <laughs> kind of like, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, yes, they're laughing. I know, sorry, I know. Just the way you're saying, minding your own business, and you're mown down by a truck. But um, yeah. um, it could be someone on a long distance lorry driver. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, obviously, it's a horrendous thing to have happened, and it is. And our thoughts and prayers go out to all those who were, have been affected by it. Um, but you know, I mean, the thing is, this is not the first we've seen of this. I mean, it's horrendous what happened in Marseille earlier on in the year, and the attacks that were in Brussels, and of course in France last year as well. Um, you know, and they just—they're, you know—they're—they're they're desperately trying to keep everything as if it's not an, an issue with the immigrants and so on, or the refugees. Um, but now we found out today um, that they were actually following their their main suspect, um, is it Ali Anas or something? I think his name was. Um, and uh, they're, you know, they were basically—they um, uh, were following him, and then they decided to stop following him a few months ago, and then of course he went off the radar. And now he's gone and potentially done something like this and that. They found his papers in the cab of the truck, and that's why they think it was him. But the person they arrested at the start was, must have just been some passerby right. and, uh, who was running away. So, yeah, it's all a bit crazy. Um, but you have to ask yourself the questions. If you're going to let lots of people in who don't have any checks, yes, most of them will probably be good. But there are going to be a percentage who are going to be bad. And this is what this is what happens when, it, when you let that happen. Yeah, I think... I mean, Merkel probably, I think, is probably regretting big time of the open-door policy that she decided to say, yes, you're welcome, let's open the floodgates, and they all literally came in. Now, yeah, yeah. the bottom line is that you just don't know who is coming in and what yeah. background you've had without the checks. You don't know um, what kind of person they are, if they've been in trouble with the law in their own country or wherever they come from. Yeah. Uh, so the bottom line is, I think, the only part of the buck stops with Angela Merkel she or she has simply got a lot to yeah. answer for she has right. um, I mean of, by watching by, sorry by having these people come in with no major checks it's obviously this is the risk you take um, yeah. but I think that hey it's, it's obviously hindsight now she's done it she made the choice 
she's got to answer to something. She's going to have to, I mean, either she... Well, they found out today as well. It was on the news, I heard it to, um, earlier, that um, he that this chap's got a criminal record as long as your arm. He was done for aggravated robbery in, in Tunisia. Uh, and he'd also been arrested in 2011. And um, now it was, again, it was a very serious assault. Or something. It was a pretty serious crime and he was put away for four years. Right. So and then he got out. So he's done a lot more than normal. Which is, oh, yeah. So yeah. this guy, so pretty much that's the problem. That's why you may think, wonder why people go on about having controlled borders in the UK. That's pretty much the reason why. That's the reason uh-huh. why we need to have controlled borders. Because if there's criminals who have got criminal criminal convictions as long as you're armed coming into this, your country and the, you're, none the, you're none the wiser of where they've come from what their background is and their, their risk of a high risk of doing something like this to perfectly innocent shoppers perfectly innocent people going about their day just looking to see what am I buying from what kind of presents am I buying could be buying for nieces nephews daughters sons grandparents any, anybody and this happens and before you know it Boom. Lights out. Lights out. That's it. Done. Yeah. That's the the scary factor that this is, that Merkel has to, either she has to leave, quit, step down, do something, she has to answer to this. Because so, it's becoming a mess. This whole scenario is a mess. Yes, no. there has been, there is war and there's Aleppo and people, I mean, at the moment, see, this is the problem. It's really, it's, it's hard. It, there's no really... There's no really black and white. There's no really grey areas. It's like you know, we're pretty much all between a rock and a hard place because you have to somehow take action against the terrorists, the people that are trying to cause the problems, mm-hmm. but at the risk of other casualties of innocent people in places like Aleppo, in places um, that are... What do you do? You've got to take these guys out. If not, if you don't take them out... Would, they're just going to develop and grow and eventually it could cause become a very big World War Three will eventually kick in uh-huh. and Putin is basically well Putin's just had one of his people kind of shot gunned down and assassinated well, yeah in know, Turkey isn't it the Turkish Turkey. ambassador Turkey and Turkish oh, there's a Russian ambassador in, in Turkey yeah, yeah yeah. so he's he's ready to I mean basically I think Putin as Nigel Farage has said, you can only poke the Russian bear so many times and they're going to bite back. But I think somebody's just poked Vladimir Putin just one more too many times and he's going to, well, uh-huh. say he's going to be phoning Liam Neeson <laughs> to take them out. <laughs> on, a, on a slightly, on a slightly, kind of diverting slightly, on a Liam Neeson note, yeah, Liam did actually, a, I, um, I, I was a kind of spoof advert as if it was going to be a Christmas Santa. Yeah, I saw that. And it's very, uh, it's very, very funny, I did, actually. Shared, I think I shared it with you, possibly. Yeah, I, you probably did, actually, and I watched that, and, yeah. I, and it was very, very funny. Yeah, so I think, like uh, if, if anything, you, I think they're going to have to take, get hire Liam Neeson just to take every night all these <laughs> terrorists and say, ISIS, you better watch. <laughs> but, you know, the kind of crazy thing is, though, and, you know, in those films that we all think, I mean, they're great films, but we always think they're a bit far out, you know, and he says to his daughter, why would he want to go to Paris, you know? It's really dangerous and you've got to watch out where you're going. And nobody believed him. You know, I thought, oh, he's just being, you know, Paris is this lovely place and so easy going. And now it's horrendous. I mean, they're setting cars on fire during the day, like police cars on fire and so on. And, and, and there was, there's been videos of walking down um, quite central Paris suburbs and streets 
and just seeing all the, the refugees that have gone in just taking over the streets and just lying in the in the streets with their you know with their um, uh, making kind of mini houses you know just like this it's almost like a kind of refugee camp in Paris and that I mean that can't be good for anybody there I mean it's it's quite it's really really dangerous now. Um, I think the whole scenario this year this year has been certainly a bit of a complete disaster controlling the situation with migrants it's just it's just been a matter of a complete sham there's yeah. no, been no proper control no order it's all just a, they've just not had a clue half the yeah. I'd be wary for the New Year's Eve because you know last year on New Year's Eve celebrations in Germany they, they had all these sexual assaults in all the big yes. in the German cities like Cologne and thereabouts and um, what was it what was the other one? Oh, uh, it's just going straight in my head um, begins with an M in Ger- Munich Munich um, there was there were something like 300 sexual assaults in one night there um, because they all went crazy because all the refugees hadn't been there that long and they just thought great all the women were out you know celebrating and they just thought it was their right to go out and assault them and that and it was horrendous and they tried to keep it all quiet they didn't report it and that it was, it was only because the bribe art started to report it that they couldn't they had to run with it I think uh, we have to now obviously with it I think we have to some ask the question and to our listeners if you agree or disagree with us and uh, mm-hmm. you can contact us via hatchikandramsey at gmail.com or our Facebook group. You can email us um, or contact us in some way or form. Um, and um, you can give us your view. Has Merkel got blood in their hands? What's your response? Have you got any views on that? Uh, are we, do you agree with us? And do you don't disagree with us? Um, the fact is, I think she does. She has a lot to answer for. She's uh, obviously had let every, every Tom, Dick and, well, take your pick, Mohammed, Abdul, Ali... Uh, whoever else uh, take a pick we call him James John Pete I don't know uh, into the into well it's I mean it's been just disaster after disaster it's, you know yeah, it's, and so the, the loss of life the amount of, of of innocent blood that has been shed in Europe this year is something else we've never yeah. seen the likes of it you know I mean it's probably since World War 2 in terms of the kind of stuff that's going on mm, yeah so Get 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 back to us. So anyway, we'll move on from that. Let's. Uh, it is Christmas. It's not. It's a shame uh, that these things have happened uh, this time of year, and especially at Christmas when people are trying to uh, spend time with family and loved ones. And we do send our condolences out to the the families uh, and to this tragedy, which is uh, very very sad. Um, so we're gonna have a brief chat about. I'm going to jump around a bit because it's a bit of fun. It's, it's Christmas. Right, let's have some fun. Laugh. So we're going to we're, we're going to come back. To, we're going to come to a story which is interesting, which was a few uh, weeks ago, but and but we're going to. It's only about we're, ten days ago. Yeah, we're going to tear that apart anyway, but not now. We're going to we're going to talk about the, the teachers are being paid two hundred thousand pounds to be trained just to how to not to call boys and girls boys and girls anymore. So uh, we'll come to that. But first, we're going to have a wee general. We're gonna. Uh, his wife. So it's like it's like when you listen to the James Whale radio show. He gets phone calls from his because he's now on talk radio. He gets phone calls. Uh, okay, tell the wife you're you're doing a podcast now. It's all right. She knows she's away. It's all right. Yeah, I have to go and. <laughs> it, does, it does give our podcast something very original. Yes. It, it does give it that live feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, live. It is live. <laughs> yes, we do record this live, obviously, but we don't record it dead. Um. Um. So, <laughs> so we're. Going to come back. Let's have it. What is it? So, um, oh, tongue died. <laughs> Lost my oh. Well, cars. <laughs> give us. I'm going to do a back to forward. We usually talk about cars later on in the show. So let's give us what any what future 
future cars? What cars are coming out or potential new cars have come out in the last couple of weeks or uh-huh. are going to be coming out in 2017? Cars to look out for. Oh, it's, yeah, it's lots of new stuff. Yep, um, there's a new BMW 5 Series that's coming out, um, which has really been one of the executive benchmarks. That's due to come out in 2017. Um, the new Land Rover Discovery, uh, which is completely different to the current version, looks very kind of sleek and modern, also a seven-seater, um, starting off at around about £45,000. Um, I, I think I said on, on last or two weeks ago on the show, there's a Mazda, a new Mazda CX-5, which is also an SUV, and um, that's been out for a wee while, and is a replacement coming uh, out in ne- that will be next summer. Um, looks fantastic, actually, really nice car. Um, and also the new Alfa Romeo Stelvio, um, which is the latest Italian SUV against sports utility vehicle. Um, but because it's Italian, it should have some flair, and it should look good. Um, but it might break down. But uh, um, but no, yes. it should be it should be rather good. Uh, Jeremy, um, it looks Jeremy fantastic. Clarkson, Jeremy Clarkson seems to like Alfa Romeo. Um, ah, he does. Yeah, on his latest show, he liked it. Hammond and um, <laughs> May don't really like Alfa Romeo very much. So <laughs> well, they do. They just didn't like the one that he had. Right, I think. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So I mean, there's lots of new stuff coming, and um, lots of new BMWs as well being all kind of facelifted. I'm trying to think what else is coming. Um, any new Fords? Really, there's any new? I'm just trying. Someone will call in and say yes, there is a new Ford. Um, but uh, oh, we did go and see a while ago the new Ford Ka Plus, okay. which is a replacement for the old car. Um, and we saw it in bright yellow. It was outside a Ford dealership, and I have to say, I've never laughed at a car so much when I first saw it. Okay. Because you just think, what have they done? The old car was quite good, you know, it looked quite sharp and quite decent. This thing looks horrendous, especially at the back. Okay. Um, but it's quite cheap, so you can kind of forgive it that a bit. Um, but uh, I don't think it's anywhere as kind of as good looking and as kind of cool as the, as the old one. Right. Okay. But um, but yeah, but uh, there's, there's deals. I mean, Fiat now has a new Spider as well, the new one two four Spider, um, which is which is nice. And some tracking deals are less than eighteen grand already. Uh, that's what Arnold Clark had them up at quite recently. So yeah, some some good deals about. Uh, and uh, it's the same as a Mazda MX-5, just basically a different badging um, and slightly different engines. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but it should be quite reliable and quite tough, um, as well as good fun. So there we go. That's your recent update on the cars that are coming out, have been out and are coming out for 2017. So uh, if you like your uh, bit of a, a car enthusiast, mm. well, the, like to can I say, I saw an advert yesterday for a new website called carguru.co.uk. Now, I've never tried it yet, but if any of our listeners have, it would be interesting to see what it's like, if it's any good or not. Yes, so Carguru, if you tried it, give us an email, hatrickandrosie yeah. at gmail.com. You'll find us there, get us there, and we can reply and say, hmm, we'll read, you, read your uh, answer out on the show, our next show, um, and hopefully we'll kick off our, with 2017 in style when we come to next year, uh, which is scary that's only a week on Sunday. Um, that will be in 2017. Um, so let's I'm going to talk about a story which kind of I saw Hugh share on his Facebook page. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> normally it. people are quite weary of anything I share on Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Now I do. I'm amazed. I've got over 600 friends and I haven't lost any over the over the US election. I'm really stunned at that. That's quite impressive. Mm. I could put a bet on that and made a fortune. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about now. <clears throat> Teachers have been paid 
Okay, the, the, yeah, I think it was they spent two hundred thousand yeah, pounds or something. Recently, not making this booklet. Recently, there has been a lot of controversy about teaching kids sex education to an earlier age than normal. But just to take it that one step further, uh, this is a story in the Daily Mail, whether you agree with this paper or not, um, that trained teachers say they're using sex-specific terms in the classroom is unfair to transgenders. Now, they're talking about diversity. Now, this is for diversity and snowflakes and libtards and the PC brigade. Literally just, uh, <laughs> just blow up and just went, my word. Now, a guidebook for teachers, which has actually been published according to the hat trick, yes? Yes, you yeah, know, somebody yeah. sent me an attachment with it. So it's been currently published. They've spent £200,000 on this, um, saying boys and girls, ladies and gents, offer, uh, offer, right, offers a bewildering array or, of alternative terms to describe gender and sexuality. Children described as... <laughs> Cis, cisgender, paromantic, paromantic, sorry, intersex and gender queer, also features the use of hormone blockers by a fictional twelve-year-old. Oh yes. So children as young as seven are to be taught in schools to stop using the terms boys and girls. Well, what in the blue? monkeys hell are you meant to call them I don't know, think how many a, transgenders are there or even in any school and they're, okay they're going to be one or two a few every and every you know what? one in a thousand are going to have something like this and yet they want to have every every school I don't think it's come to Scotland yet but no doubt the SNP will love this um, but, uh, but it's you know why would you even try and do this stuff you know yeah you've got so Let's let's just read the the article. It's got children as young as seven are to be taught in schools to stop using the terms boys and girls in case they discriminate against transgender pupils. A guidebook for teachers, parents and pupils to be sent to schools around Britain advises against using the language language that suggests they are only two genders. It is also condemned saying ladies and gents. Instead, the book describes as damaging by critics offers a bewildering array of alternative terms to describe gender and sexuality. Children who think of themselves as being the gender with which they were born and describe as cisgender. Other terms offering offered include uh, pan-romantic, intersex and gender queer. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I mean that's right. a, quite offensive. I mean it's. A, I mean, I mean, two hundred thousand pound could be spent on a lot better issues than these hmm? utter muppets, libtards, snowflakes. I have to say, it does sound something that would have come straight out of the Liberal Democrat manifesto. So you've got it's, the, that, it's that kind of rubbish. You know, book, the book. I, can I tell you about the gender diversity? Also features the use of hormone blockers by a fictional twelve-year-old transitioning Aye. from female oh, to male. For, in order, Uh, in order to stop the onset of puberty. The treatment is controversially available to children on the NHS. 
as first revealed by the Mail on Sunday, sold by the publishers as the first book to explain medical transitioning for children mm-hmm. aged 7 and above. It is dis- uh, disputed by Educate to edu- by Educate and uh, cele- Celebrate, a government-funded body that does, it goes into primary and secondary schools to give lessons on gender diversity. You couldn't really make it up, could you? Ah, these ah. people go in, say, hello, um, hello, no, can't really call you boys and girls. Was it it's panoramics or something and something you, else, isn't it? Um, it's just mastic and, well, and I'm not sure what gender to, queers or something. Yeah, I'm not sure what to call you, but humans, yes, you little, little, little people. Uh, God, it's horrendous. We've come to talk to you about... Uh, Gender? What gender are you? Well, well I told you in our in our school in Duns, they had this big diversity day. It was World Peace Day or something. When they all had to go in the park, hold hands, and sing songs, um, it sounded like some kind of thing out of nineteen eighty four. But uh, it was horrendous, right? And I did, I, 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 I they said, "Oh, you should." I had um, Nicholas in the in the pushchair, and I refused to take part. I just walked around the park and to watch very carefully what was going on because there were hundreds and hundreds of folks. The whole school was there, and all the uh-huh. all the adults were happily going along with it. And then afterwards, we were invited back to this primary school. And we went in, and there was this woman there who said, oh, yeah, it's all about diversity. And, you know, in a, in a country town like this, we don't, you know, the kids don't get to see much diversity, so we've got to bring it to them. And I actually wondered whether the, the, the Peace Day sign had a very similar look to it than that of the, you know, the ones, the, the anti-nuclear sign. And, the, you know, the kind of anti-nuclear protesters, kind of like an upside-down Mercedes badge. You know, it's that kind of, the, the three um, lines on it. Um, and I just wondered if it was something that the SNP have actually brought in kind of by the back door. I was very, very suspect. And it really kind of goes along with all this kind of crap, you know, that this is the thing about diversity, trying to bring it in through the back door. And, and you know, and but if, if we hear of anything like that that's coming around here, there'll be court cases and lawsuits for sure. Just to kind of indicate a bigger part, sorry. The organisation received 200 grand of taxpayers' funding from former Education Secretary Nicky Morgan, who should be fired? Who should be yes, and is endorsed by Off- Ofsted earlier this year. The watchdog described it as innovative and visually mm. your work education, in, uh, educating staff to children on gender and sexuality by politicians and leading religion religious figures. Last night, lambasted the advice to stop saying boys and girls are damaging. Well, I tell you something. The bottom line is, if you're born with a a willy or a wee sausage in between your legs, yes, you're a boy. If you're born between the opposite, yeah, you're a girl. So um, this whole gender diversity, I mean, they'll tell you something, I think they're just taking it too far. Sorry, you're a boy, you're a girl, or you might offend somebody, you might be transgendered. Stuff like that. It's like it's almost going back to the situation, oh, can transgendered uh, people go into the same-sex toilet? So if a man trying to become a woman well that's what they had in America a whole bunch of perverts just said claimed they were women so you could go into women's toilets aye <clears throat> and uh, until the one I think did it in Texas and they had a woman went in who had a license to carry a concealed um, carry such a concealed weapon mm-hmm. and then the guy tried to feel her up or you know tried to issue when, she, when he confront when she confronted him or who should it be a her um, um, and he realised that he is, his time was up she pointed a gun at his head you know and told him <laughs> to quite promptly get out you know and similarly she was like she was the head of some local gun club or something um, so she didn't you know I don't think I don't think she'd miss you know yeah 
I think this is, this is just getting a joke. I mean, no offense. Yeah. Trying to say you can't call a boy and girl. Talk about trying. They're almost like perverting kids' innocence yeah. Uh, yeah. at such a young age. They're polluting their minds. They're almost like yeah. they're, they're typically forcing it down our throats. This is the aim of progressive politics. Yeah. It's not nice. It's horrible. It's against everything that's decent. Yeah, it's totally. Mm-hmm. It's to, they're trying. It's the fact is that trying to force this on young kids, innocent these days. Yeah. I say the bottom line is it should be, yeah, teach you, but teach you later on in life, not such early age. If they want, if it's good, um, it's force. I mean, it's like forcing. You say that they're trying to almost engineer kids these days they're engineering everybody say mm. this you do this or else basically you eat, yeah. um, this is the bottom line if you don't like it tough titties bottom line and that's the bottom line uh, and it's becoming ridiculous I mean 200 grand on a, a bunch of muppets a bunch of idiots saying, yeah hey, can't call you boys and girls can't call you mum and ge- ladies and gentlemen what the blue hell do we call you so yeah. artificial intelligence, yes, you're an idiot, you're a muppet. Oh, a bunch of snowflakes and lived. Yes, yeah, so you're a libtard. <laughs> you can't. Sorry, you, you're not allowed to call you a little girl. You're a libtard. You're a snowflake. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. But then this is this is the thing. I mean, I do think though that the SNP will jump on this. I do think this is yeah. this is an open goal for them. Yeah. Um, you know, to try and bring it into the schools. It's uh, no. they're, they're basically they're, they're still no, they're, they're still actually doing the name person scheme illegally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been I know, I've seen quite a lot of news about that. Dodgy um, ads. Uh, yeah. uh, we're not going to talk about this. You can just fed up them. And get rid of the clowns that run it. Um, and so, but um, yeah. So the bottom line is, which clowns have been? This is well. There's a hang on a minute. The book follows a kit, a 12-year-old who is transitioning from female to male and features illustrations that may appeal to young readers. It's like, they might as well just, yeah, let's, let's go and get a few porno, pornographic magazines and just show them and say, there we go, girls and boys, there's your daily reading for today. Really? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I mean, it that's the next thing for them, isn't it? That's the kind of next thing that they'll try and do. Because they think that even more sex education you give your kids at the younger and the younger age, somehow the more kind of educated they'll be on it rather than the fact they might just actually just get addicted to the stuff or say, what's that all about? Or you're just going to completely, you know, confuse them anymore, you know? It is ridiculous. Uh, it's, uh, these guys just don't have a clue these days. It's getting worse. They just have no more money than spending money for the stupid stuff. It doesn't uh, need to happen. Um, it's almost like a, we could have a weekly segment, Fraser, a weekly segment where we do our taken speech on some other stupid, crazy PC bit of nonsense, yeah. and that's what we say. So we, when we find the, the the writers or the publishers of that stuff, we could say we will find them, and we will bleep bleep with them. <laughs> it was like you know, you know, yes, it's clear what they want to do. They want to destroy the lives of our kids, and that. And if they come after our children, then we'll 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 make that apparent at the time with a lawsuit. But um, but uh, but no, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You need to literally take them out and something needs to happen it's a leaflet just to take well they need to be properly challenged this is the thing mm. the whole education system needs to be really challenged Ofsted should be really should be, the, the amount of stuff it's doing is horrendous it closed down perfectly good Christian schools in Durham last year 
um, and other places, you know, all well, because they said they weren't teaching them about, you know, because they said they were homophobic and all the rest of it. And they, yeah, it was one of the top performing schools in the area, got amazing results. Um, and this was their idea. It, it, this stuff has to stop. And, uh, and if people don't make, you know, don't um, speak up for our freedom and education, it's just going to go. If you're listening to this, um, what's your thoughts on having to, um, well, what's your thoughts on uh, teaching kids transgender society these days or, the, uh, or not to say boys and girls anymore? Yeah. I think the bottom line is I think they can take their leaflet, turn it, scroll up into a nice little ball, turn it sideways or whatever way you want to do it and shove it where the sun don't shine because uh, I simply say that they, these guys need a good slap or taking um, well let's you know, let's teach them a few things or two uh, or as John Gaunt would say well hmm, let's just say some of them need this damn shuffle <laughs> yeah maybe not <laughs> made extreme but they certainly need a leaflet wrapped in knuckles I'm glad you said that not me oh, you know. did I say that <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking it, weren't you? You can always uh, edit it out. <laughs> you were thinking of that, weren't you? Um, so, um, but anyway, um, as the bottom line is, I just, why would you want to teach your kid? Sorry, I can't call you. I'm a boy. I'm a little boy. No, you're not. You're a, not a girl either. You're a you're just a, a human being. Sorry, can't call you anything these days. Might offend somebody. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. Well, well, we need to find out, by the way, who won The Apprentice. Because that's going to be one of the big talks. That's going to be one of the big um, Which one? stories of the night. This one. The UK one. Ah, the UK one. Uh, I think it was not tonight. Is it not tonight that it was on? I don't know. I've not been watching it. But... Uh, Anyway, going into it's not been as good this year. Going into going into so after that was you know, quite a good segue. Well, yeah, it was a bit <laughs> from transgender to the apprentice, right? Okay, uh, <laughs> the transgender apprentice does not win. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, but there's also well, one thing I I was like I did I was speaking to somebody on social media, and I was asking why in the blue monkeys do they call it. Happy holidays in America. What is the whole point of happy holidays? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's not happy holidays. It never will be. It never has been. It's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, if you don't like that, as I say, jump on a plane, wherever you are, go to a place where they say happy holidays. Just go to the effect. They should need to build an island for all these libtards and snowflakes. Abamaland. Yeah, a, a one-way ticket to the island of not being offensive, and we will be diverse as. Well, yeah, it's called PC World. Yes, that's not the computer. That's not the computer place. Yeah, it's got no, no, no nothing. Nothing <laughs> it's not to computers. do with <laughs> <laughs> correct. It's not curries either. Completely uh, <laughs> correct. Uh, islands, so we can send all the little cards <laughs> and the snowflakes and all the transgenders and all the. The people who might be offended and uh, say... Sounds, it actually does sound like Hollywood, doesn't it? It does. Edinburgh is a kind of a... It's so bad. Sounds like... Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what it reminds me of? I saw it, there was a... Going on to that, there was um, about the PC world uh, in a different term. 
um, nothing to do with the computer shop. Um, when there was an interview from Holyrood yesterday because um, they were talking about Sturgeon's plans to keep Scotland in the, in, the, in the single market. And you know what? All the people that were walking past the camera behind them, oh, they're well big, you know, they're all looking in their suits and their cases and all well-paid bureaucrats. That's all you've created there, but it's just like a mini EU. It's just like being in Brussels. You know, whenever they do a, a, a interview from Brussels, there's hundreds of bureaucrats always walking around, um, you know, on their break or whatever, being paid how much money and delivering zilch. Um, you know, but they're always saying, oh, yeah, we're there to deliver great progressive policies. That's what Scotland wants. And we're just saying, actually, no, we want the opposite. And, uh, you know, it was like, it was like exactly. you know. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah. So what do you think of the, have you, any, I've got to say, have you been listening? I've never actually, actually, in our early stages of podcasts, we always used to wind Hugh up uh, regarding his love of music, a certain female, <laughs> a certain female artist uh, called Taylor Swift. Uh, have you been listening to any new music lately? Uh, she, hasn't, she hasn't launched anything new, I don't think. Oh, I know that. She's done a new single with uh, Zayn Malik, X uh, One Direction. Um, oh, right. It's all right. Did uh, one of them not get killed or something? Or one of those One Direction? There was something about that in the papers, no. but maybe that was something in the film. I don't know. Well, but, um, they're all still alive. <laughs> no, her mother, one of them, his mother died. Oh, ah, that's because they were all saying that they were feeling very sorry for yeah, one of the yeah, One Direction yeah. people and that. And no, that was why. No, it's, uh, but anyway, ah, so Taylor right. Swift has no, That's fair enough. Uh, so she's a big Taylor Swift fan. She's, uh, I think she's back in the, I think she's back in the market again. Maybe I don't know if she'll take you up and down any offer. It's maybe the, <laughs> those those stalker like, stalking letters you sent her. I think she's maybe considering reconsidering them again. Is all right? He's single. <laughs> <laughs> No, but anyway. No, um, she was going to get married. That was the thing. She was going to get married at Wedderburn Castle, which is literally two miles from where I live. Yeah, she's just, yeah, yeah. It's um, just down the road. Offered to chauffeur for her. And <laughs> <laughs> just drive away. Aye. <laughs> so just, just be the, you can be the Jeremy Clarkson of, Jeremy Clarkson of Duns. Uh, call me Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> that sounded really ropey. That sounded really <laughs> You can you, you know. can turn you can turn up like well obviously you've just watched the recent uh, Grand Tour when he's wearing the uh, the peacock in a car made out of made out of made, uh, mud peacock. or something that's the uh, the peacock lined suit that he's wearing is he looks like the the dick from Del Monte or the cock from Del Monte <laughs> as he says <laughs> so you can be just call me just call me the man from Del Monte <laughs> Taylor I'll drive you. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's what we used to. How the hell did we get onto this? You know, randomly, like, random talking about your music taste. No, I'm only joking. It's all good. No, I, I haven't heard. I mean, I have to say at least. I, I, I mean, did she stop returning your? Calls? I like her music. She, she she writes some good stuff. Did she um, stop returning your calls? No, <laughs> she's never answered any of my calls because I've never made any. But um, the. the <laughs> So, but, um, but, uh, no, but it's just, at least he makes some good tunes and that, and some some decent lyrics. Cool. Um, but uh, but no, I mean it's funny because I sometimes have to listen to Radio One at my work, um, and, and the crap that comes out on on that show is something else. Um, and uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, some of the presenters are quite funny and are all right, um, but the music, I, I just R and B. I don't know if you like R and B, Fraser. I can't um, stand it. The odd tune, just, is, odd tune is okay, no, but no. I would say some of it is uh, hit or miss. 90% of it is just rubbish. Aye, some of it is a bit rank, rotten. I'm glad it's mm. not 
well, it could be, I'll put it this way, you could have Honey G work coming to your tree and trying to rap, and she's certainly can you rap a Christmas present, let alone rap a Honey G. They basically say they, marry, they, they, they buy a fast car, they do some rather different things um, to uh, women, and then that's about it. You know? Yeah, that's pretty much the size of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, know, I know what you mean. Yes, uh, <laughs> and then they repeat it. About twenty thousand times, and you know, it was like pretty much. Yeah, it's mainly about the beat these days. That's what it tends to be. Oh, about. it's so dull, and that, yeah. and it, I mean, and it does sound like everything else as well, and that. But um, but yeah, exactly. So, that, so what are you? What was you going to say? What are you do for Christmas? What's going on? Anything special? Just with family. Yeah, looking forward to it all with the family. Should be fun. Let's go. That, I'm a but, uh, yeah. You get your Christmas decorations. You get your tree up and all that. Yeah. I got the tree up, although Nicholas nearly took it, took it down, and uh, he was playing with his toys too near it and crashed into one, go crashed mm-hmm. into the tree, and nearly took it down with him. And uh, but uh, I heard of a friend who had got two cats, and the cat tried to, to totally dismantle the tree. <laughs> they put all the baubles and all the stuff on it, and just like you see on Facebook when you have all these crazy cat videos, they actually did it for real. And she found the two of them kind of halfway up the tree. And that uh, taken that so it, it cleared all the all the baubles and all the stuff of the tree because it drives them a bit crazy. I think with all the lights and stuff, uh-huh. they must think it's like some kind of big predator, and that uh, so they just go mental. And that's what it's like. So that nah, clear the tree of all the all the decorations. But uh, but no, looking forward to it. it. Should be fun. Should be a laugh. That's and uh, yeah, it should be. It's been it'll be a nice Christmas uh, with the wee ones and that. So reflecting on our this is a bit yeah we try to keep it flowing and we've. Obviously, recently in our podcast here, we've had a bit of a serious chat regarding a couple of stories there. But uh, yeah, things have been quite interesting over the last. We've had a wee, as looking back over our last sort of year, we're maybe trying to fit one in before the end of the year. If what, we'll just aye, what's been the best thing? Can yes. I? Because let's have some fun with this, as you say. Yeah. That I think one of my funniest moments was when I was on the plane. Uh, when I was flying down to London right. to Gatwick on the night of the Brexit vote uh, of June the 23rd right. and my plane had been delayed for three hours right uh-huh. we were absolutely fed up and they deliberately in Edinburgh had turned off all the television screens or they were just putting the normal adverts on so that right. you couldn't see the news so nobody knew what was happening even though the counts had been sorted and we were waiting on the results and we were in the airport till like half past midnight before we got on the plane um, but my, I think one of my funniest moments was when I landed at Gatwick and then I got, I put my phone back on and I got a text from John and saying, by the way, uh, Sunderland has gone for leave and Newcastle has only gone for remain by 1%. It was that close. And he just simply said, Brexit's on. And of course, I cheered loudly when I when I read this on my phone. And of course, everybody else on that plane who was from Scotland who had come down from Edinburgh <laughs> was looking at me, you know, as if they were about to draw blood. You know, it was, it was just like, yes, Brexit's in the lead kind of thing. So that's what motivated me, but I had to leave that plane faster than anything. I'm glad it was hand luggage only. You know, it literally was, you know, I thought I was going to have to jump over the seats. You know, mm. it was like that. Um, but, uh, you know, but ugh, it was it was something else. Um, and that whole night was just incredible. I think that's been the highlight of the year, actually, getting Brexit. That's just been oh, amazing. Right. For the moment, yeah, the race, yeah. it's all a bit kind of oh, crumbs. Oh, it will get there. It, honestly, the ne- for next year, the, the year, EU is imploding as we speak. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 falling in the bits. They're not arguing over themselves as to who's got the power to make any decisions. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we'll get a deal with America and others. It, it, it has to come. Uh, Theresa May will we'll do it in that. Re- so, recollect, recollect some of our interesting podcasts we've done, the funny parts. Uh, 
we obviously we obviously we've just got away with, or have we? <laughs> the, <laughs> we did talk about last. Well, we did talk about our last two podcasts about the pilotless plane, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, similarly, somebody said that was quite offensive or outrageous. Yes, uh, that was. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, in fact, we've been, before well. we go into that, actually, we're going to be murdered actually the other day on Sat- just a Saturday past. But yeah, we met one of our listeners and we weren't murdered. That was quite yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, our name, we did actually, do, we met one of our listeners. Her name was Astrid. Astrid. I won't leave her second name, uh, just in case uh, she wants to keep her job. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she... Aye, we got one-to-one feedback with that, didn't we? Yeah, interesting feedback on, um, yeah, well, she didn't win a competition to meet us, but the, the actual whole true thing is we'd actually... I went to school together and the same school and it's been 25 years since we actually physically all met up so we had a I went for a Chinese at a place called China Red in Edinburgh which was really not too it it was alright yeah I I didn't think it was brilliant it doesn't take switch only takes cash so that means it's got to be having it's got to be running something underneath that building (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I think there's probably a sweatshop or something going on under there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't only only take cash until further uh, notice. Yeah, it's a massive restaurant. They yeah, know, no, sure they can afford a payment a switch machine. Yeah, I'm sure there's something dodgy going on. A couple of Chinese <laughs> Chinese laundry underneath. Well, it is the old meat market, isn't it? It's the old yeah. meat market, so there must be there'll be bought, there'll be all sorts of sellers and all sorts of stuff down there. Yeah, very true. There could be anything under there. Yeah. Uh, uh, you heard it here first. I'd be careful we don't say too much of the triads after us. <laughs> well, let's even give us a big discount. We're quite happy. You know, yes. you know, like, <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd, be like, it'd be like it'd be like an episode of the Nuns on the Run when Robbie Coltrane and Eric Idle say, oh, "Shit, it's the triads." <laughs> yeah, new life in Rio. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> They always said the advert said they weren't a fast driver, and that's all I've ever wanted to be. You know? yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it probably is. Uh, I think if I keep, if I ever go there again, I'd like to probably try it again actually, but as a cheap and maybe at lunchtime just to get a second bite it. Uh, yeah, the pots are very small though. There's not a lot. Of, I don't think we actually ate that much. No, it goes against the idea of a buffet restaurant. Kind of, I yeah, eat as much as you more, can in the tapas. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of smaller, kind of health. It was kind of healthier, in all fairness. I mean, if you like yeah. decent food, it was probably all right. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. I would say um, it was probably, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I think the chances of any of our listeners even daring to visit this restaurant is yeah. nil. <laughs> if you see, um, well, if you do go into it and you do see cash only, yeah. I, I would just think what's going on. In the also, it's the area. Um, no offence to folk who live in Cheshire, but it is quite. It's pretty. I mean, there's hardly any lighting around there, and we had to go and use the cash lines at the ASDA, uh, which is only a little bit along, but it didn't feel safe at all. It was. Mm-hmm. It, people were wandering about, waiting around near the cash lines. I think there was a beggar as well, and near the near the the front door and stuff. It it wasn't. It didn't. It, it was a lot. There's a lot of hiding places up there. It's not great.
we talked about pilot, a couple of episodes. We talked about pilot. Obviously, we, you mentioned pilotless planes about, uh, and also we did talk about the. Uh, our listener did comment on the, the, uh, <laughs> when we talked about the uh, the Swedish gay priest. That was interesting. When she liked her, like the seamen, so that was uh, was interesting. Um, so when she liked uh, <laughs> Muslim seamen, so uh, obviously that was an interesting taste. And we've had, uh, and even last year we had uh, one. We did get a list a lot listened to was when we talked about Bradford a lot. Bradford was Lama Bradford. Um, certainly <laughs> was interesting. That certainly got a lot of plays to say the least. Uh, we <laughs> It's quite a place. I mean, you know, Bradford is, I mean, it's almost been an incredible industrial um, city at one point. Um, and they've, they've, you know, they're trying to regenerate it now. And they've built a new shopping centre uh, right in the middle of the, the kind of heart of the, of the town. Um, it's just really exciting to walk around even during the day. And it's even more exciting at night um, because it's, it's literally there's people shouting all sorts of stuff um, that you think, that you, know, you just think the whole place is about to erupt. Um, I, mean, this, I mean, when we were walking back, uh, this was at five o'clock and bright sunlight, you know, night summer's day and there were gangs on either side of the road starting to shout, each, uh, shout at each other and we're about to have, obviously, a fight or something, you know, and it was, it was one was a Muslim gang, one like that could have been Romanians um, and they were hitting off basically right in front of everybody at the bus stop and uh, in broad daylight and not a policeman in sight. I did see a police van, but not any policemen and that, uh, so I think they'd all run for cover. <laughs> and that but uh, it's astonishing that, I mean places that have gone to such a state where it is yeah. just something else you know I mean, we have discussed we've probably done some quite a few interesting controversial stuff certainly talked about ISIS yeah. quite a lot and the SNP linked yeah how to take them out is you have to <laughs> sniper bombs in you chucking sniper bombs in you <laughs> I'm just waiting for what it Nicola Sturgeon said she wants to welcome refugees. I've noticed she's not welcomed any into her own home, which she said she was going to do oh. up into the house near the West End of Edinburgh. I know. And that, a, so uh, a... I bet you the ones that she might get might have some background checks. Possibly they might have done some yeah. background checks. Because if they haven't, it could be a really exciting new year for her. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fireworks might not be outside, they might be in a house. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, you know, I we've had it. We, I mean, just, uh, I, if I had a panic room, I would jump it into it now. You know, yeah, so, <laughs> I would uh, run. <laughs> you know, cut, this thing, this should get, I'd be yeah, I'd sturgeon yeah. and run because you're going to cut Liam Neeson style. <laughs> going to take you out. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, it is. It's just something else. Scottish politics is a joke. It is a joke. The only person I think is quite decent there is actually Ruth Davidson. Uh, from the Tory side, the only one that's showing any sign of being reasonable um, and actually taking the fight to them. So, if, that, you so. A, if you have a spare flashbang and uh, or a stun grenade or something, just feel free and chuck it in. Yeah. Just in case you can anything the yeah. terrorist said. It, you can see where I'm. <laughs> oh, you're says, you know, she, she, Oh, um, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, there. I keep going a bit technical there because on, on you go. That um, the fact is, you know, she doesn't believe in checking all these refugees yet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she says, oh, but I'll have some in my house. Um, yeah, I guarantee you the ones that they have to have in her house are going to be checked, you know, for records yeah. wherever they've come from and wherever they've been. Um, you know, so it's one rule for her and another rule for the rest of us. She'll stick them in, um, she'll stick them in quarantine for six months. That's not going to do any good because they still can commit crimes when they get out. Yeah. That's not going to do any... As, you know, if they don't check criminal records in the past, you could have anyone coming in. I know. You know, so that's, that's, that's the issue. It's one rule for her... 
and a lot, and then another reel for everyone else. Yeah, um, exactly. but, um, but yeah, it's it's good. Anyway, let's we've, we've had a oh, uh, we were into our we're into our third year of doing these podcasts. We've had a bit of a break uh-huh. over the summer. Uh, over the thir- three years, I mean, we're starting our third year. And it certainly kicked off. We've had some, we've had we'd have a break over the summer because it was just busy for both of us. And but we have hit about over twenty odd thousand plays around the world. Interesting yeah. countries to say the least. Some interesting places. China, uh-huh. we've had Republic of Korea, Russia. You can just uh, if it's South Korea, South Korea, and, yeah, Russia. Aye. If it was North Korea, that'd be interesting. You can just see Kim Jong Un <laughs> big fat, fat Kim Jong Un sitting in his bathtub, eating Swiss cheese, eating Swiss cheese, listening to us in the podcast, <laughs> playing with his, playing with his, he's got his, playing with his toy uh, rockets, his torpedoes. <laughs> Done, fire, test. <laughs> Yes, that'll work. Let's do the real thing now. <laughs> so, so, so you got him. Did you ever see a film? Did you ever see a film called The Interview? If you haven't seen it, it's very, very funny. James Franco mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen, I think it is. Oh. It's very, very funny, and yeah. because they go to North Korea, um, so, and it's very, it's well worth watching. So we've got the so we, so we've had the interesting countries from the Russian Federation. So Vlad Putin Aye. is obviously maybe potentially sitting there. Dubai, we've had Dubai, America, Britain, in America. All these hey, shout out to American peeps listening to us. Uh, no. Got Uganda, lots of parts of Africa, parts of uh, maybe all, all these people that we're giving the foreign aid to that are listening to us sitting there because they they just realised oh let's buy another Mercedes or a BMW. What should I choose? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've only got several thousands of. Poor people that I need to fund, but well, that well, that was the other thing, of course, oh, wasn't it? They spent five million supporting the Ethiopian version of the Spice Girls. All right, okay. And or was it? Oh no, sorry, two hundred thousand. It was two hundred thousand pounds, I think, thereabouts. So no, actually, it was more than that. No, about two or three million. It was on the John Gunn show, um, which I thought was was quite a thing. So yeah, good to know your money's being spent wisely. Yeah, that's good. So basically, we got a lot of listeners all over the place, even in parts of Europe. Had uh, parts of New Zealand, Australia as well. It's doing quite well. I would have thought our singing might be better than Ethiopian Spice Girls. Between yeah. that and us, we might we might be more popular. Yes, <laughs> but, so, I think we probably could be more popular than them. Um, we certainly. So just, so twenty seventeen is going to be quite interesting. I think it could be a very a good start. And I mean, if it goes out like a bang, like a, it starts off like a bang at twenty sixteen, well. Uh, we're in for a rough ride. <laughs> so, um, oh, I'm sure it'll be a great year. We're praying it'll be peaceful and prosperous. Well, I'll tell you something. If you think about it, in 2016, the beginning, in the first month or two of 2016, the amount of celebrities that popped their clogs. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. like good grief. They all just dropping like flies. You, uh-huh. you, my goodness, it's like everyone was dying left, right, and centre, which is obviously not good, but. It's, I hate to think it's always you always usually this I mean it was even at the beginning of the year usually at the end of the year you start getting all these people kind of carking it and dropping off the edge dropping <laughs> off the dropping off the cliff you know um, and that's it but now then 26, 2017 you wonder who's actually going to be oh we got a big long list of slabs kind of drop, <laughs> dropping off the edge of the cliff and, and that's it done boom psh, done that's it next it's true. I mean, you just yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was something. It's a very like big, big names as list well. dropping off. But, but uh-huh. I do. I mean, I admit, I do. I mean, as much as you got all these slabs, right? Some of them die of cancer, which is not ideal, because but I suppose they all of them don't help themselves. They smoke or whatever. Maybe they, they don't. 
but some of them die of uh, uh, a lot of drugs taken or pills or painkillers or that bloody blah, blah, blah. And I think there's obviously a reason why they get involved in this in some way or for some reason. And I always say, listen, if you're getting into, if you're a celeb and you may be listening to this and you're somewhere in the world, maybe by chance you might be listening to the Hatchik and Ramsey on these podcast show, uh, which could be, you never know. Uh, you, If you're a celeb and you're starting out your career in a celebrity world, whatever you do, stay away from the crap, stay away from the drugs, stay away from all the stuff that's going out there. Because I'll tell you something, you'll live a longer life and you have a far better career. Don't just go with the flow because you might end up dead soon your career won't last very long so as I say on a cheery note just have a think but um, <laughs> but let's uh, just because uh, as I say you could be some poor little bugger who's sitting in like following ISIS with a gun saying hey let's follow ISIS let's go suicide bombing let's blow somebody up no um, <laughs> you could be getting your ass blown off by Russian Vladimir Putin so um, as I say in the nicest possible way um to everybody out there, we wish you all a fantastic Christmas and a happy new year. Not happy holidays, we wish you a happy and merry Christmas. Happy Christmas and merry Christmas, depending on where you're from. If you're offended for that, uh, please jump on a plane and fly somewhere. We have a pilotless planes and piloted planes, take your pick. I recommend the pilotless planes. I think you might as well. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> And nothing uh, like one of yours, send off, Fraser. <laughs> dro- dro- the, we offer Amazon will send you, fly you by drone to your destination of your choice. If you sign up uh, for Amazon Prime, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing, they've actually sampled, going back stopping it, they have sampled the, I was listening to James Whale, and they have actually sampled the first drone deliveries, Amazon. Aye. Aye. Yeah, I'm interested in that because you kind of think now people it's bound to go wrong at some point, and these things will just start dropping oh. out of the sky, and then poor old you know kind of pedestrians that'll be walking around the pavement when this thing is coming down at you know 150 mile an hour and and hits someone the head. I mean, it's going to be like pavement pizza. You know, I mean, they'll have to have special insurance now just to walk around the cities. Because well, if these things break, well, they're just going to fall out of the sky. Well, it's like... And that's well, it. Obviously, they're not going to... I think I was, I was listening to James Whale radio show when Rob Oldfield said, uh, uh, what if they're del- <laughs> delivering, delivering a Dyson vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Could be a bit heavy. <laughs> so just, just flying to your door, crack off. What was that? <laughs> Dyson vacuum cleaning falling on your your head. <laughs> you yeah. like, Hang on a I'll come through like a Velux window or something. <laughs> <laughs> so here's your delivery has arrived. <laughs> Can I order a new window as well, please? <laughs> you have to take out insurance against drones, drone delivery. You think if they're going to drone, what, I mean, if you're going to drone, deliver your drone, what are you gonna, can you just see the, what happens? Who's going to ring the doorbell and say? Well, I think they have specific places they can land, and then that's what they identify a safe place to land, and then that's where you pick it up from. And it's on your roof. You're gonna to have to climb mm. your roof to get your. So you hope you've got ladders, but you might need to find a <laughs> parcel because unfortunately we couldn't find a place to land. So <laughs> you find find out it's in your neighbour's garden when there's like about a couple of uh, stations, uh, Rottweilers or something in the garden. You go. Uh, you don't you don't dare go in and say and then say parcel. Uh, <laughs> I ain't going in. <laughs> so uh but anyway, on a on a cheery note, it's a Christmas time. We hope you've uh, enjoyed our last over the last few years our podcast so far. 
Yeah, um, we'll do another one in the new year. We're going to do one either in the new year. Uh, we wish you a good Christmas and whatever, wherever you are, you'll have some fun, you'll have a nice time and uh, just enjoy it. And I'm sure you'll be eating as, eating all, eating as much as you can and feeling stuffed like a turkey. Um, and uh, maybe not, not just glad it's not Swiss cheese with uh, Kim Jong-un. That's what he'll be eating for his Christmas. Um, so, um, <laughs> so anyway, we thank you for listening. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the fun times. Thank you for the laughs. And thank you for just playing that, pressing that button and playing and hearing our lovely dulcet tunes. But we also ask, if you've got any music out there, uh, please send it to us, to the Hatrick and Ramsey at gmail.com mp3. We'll try and play it on the show. Um, I want to do a quick shout-outs, just briefly. Um, Guy Our Cook Report, which should be coming back in January. It's on Christmas break at the present. Uh, we also recommend the James Whale Radio Show, the John Gaunt Show, which is uh, Talk To Me Radio. <clears throat> and um, please listen to them. There's lots of podcasts out there, depending on wh- uh, what kind of topics you like. But uh, hopefully you like us. And we also like recommend the ones that we've said. Um, but yeah, have a listen. Great fun. It's all good. We recommend Grand Tour. You'll get some more updates in the year regarding our car knowledge of the recent cars coming out. So uh, you'll get updates uh, in that. Um, and what's going on and also other things so we thank you for listening and Hugh anything you'd like to say briefly at all before we go yeah it's been a pleasure to do more podcasts this year looking forward to next year we have many more to do and have a fantastic uh, Christmas and an excellent new year okay take care peeps all the best goodbye from me and goodbye bye